to being Jim Davis, the official podcast of 1978. <laughs> My name is Christopher Winter and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Wednesday. It's the 16th of April 1980 and we are looking at the 668th ever Garfield. John what happens in today's Garfield? Chris, I thought you might ask me that, so I've prepared a brief synopsis, and I will now read it. In today's mm. Garfield, Garfield demonstrates a level of understanding of both motor vehicles and cardboard boxes more or less commensurate with his species. Interesting. Okay. In panel one, Garfield is in a cardboard box. That's a thing cats do. Nothing out of the ordinary here. Now, not uh, not even joking. No. Uh uh the I think it's important to mention that the opening of the box is sort of at the top, you know, cuz sometimes ca- cat'll get in a box with all kinds of orientations. Sure. This Gay, box opening straight, up. pansexual, yep. whatever. Mhm. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you don't even have to put a label on yeah, it. Yeah, whatever. It is what it is. Um, okay. He's in the box. Now, here's where I would say he departs from standard cat behavior. <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. He's gripping either side of the box with his human hands. <laughs> And saying, and clearly jiggling the box around and saying, Varoom! B-b-b-b-voom! Varoom! A non-standard onomatopoeia for uh, vehicle operation. Mm. And I think what's... Well, okay, let's, let's get through the strip first and then we can comment on it. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't stop in the middle of describing what happens to talk about what happens. No, no we don't. It's, we don't, it's not, a, not a thing we, not we a don't thing do. We don't do that. So in the second... Look, we could talk all day about how we don't... <laughs> Go on. Oh, I was just going to say that in the second panel, John Arbuckle appears on the scene uh, air DJing, uh, walking briskly from stage right to stage yes. left an enigmatic grin on his face sleepy eyes uh, and Garfield is no longer shaking the box around he's just kind of sitting there in the box and uh, he says mm-hmm. meow John if I were going to nitpick that description I guess I would argue that John Arbuckle's smile doesn't really reach the degree that I'd call it a grin but I'm not going to nitpick. That's an excellent description of panel two. Apophysis. Yeah. In panel three, John Arbuckle has left the scene, and Garfield resumes what he's clearly doing, which is pretending that uh, this box is a car. He's got his human hands on the front of the car now, and he's going, Vroom. Wow, that is a weird spelling of Vroom. Vroom. Vroom, you're right. Yeah. V-R-O-W-M-M-M. Vroom. Scree. Voom. Voom. 
each weird sound punctuated by an exclamation mark. And his ears are back uh, as if they are being whipped back by the wind in this <laughs> convertible that he's clearly that writing. That is an excellent detail, and I thank you for noticing it. Okay. John, what do you think of today's Garfield? Um, you know, I, I, in contrast to most Garfield strip, I would describe this one as inoffensive. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a series of things that happens. It's yeah. kind of... Okay, all right. We've talked about how cute it is when Garfield does people things. Right. I guess that's what he's doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I This is one where I'm kind of on the fence. I feel like I could be talked into thinking this was good. Okay. Um... I think this one, broadly speaking, is enjoyable, and I got a few reasons for that. Okay. N- number one, Garfield in the box pretending to be driving is, you know, reasonably cute. Kind of a funny, kind of funny uh, visually. Number two, Jim Davis is not overriding the event. <laughs> right? There's no like. Imagine if panel three were John Arbuckle thinking like. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> or something like yeah. we've had we've had those strips before and Jim Davis here shows the restraint not to do that. The the car sounds and the meow are all we need. Um number 3, I like the rhythm of the strip where you know Garfield's shouting vroom 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 and then panel 2 just the little quiet meow and then the the car pretension uh, pretending to be in the car resumes in panel three. I think the rhythm works. Well, it, there's no um, reason for John to be um, uh, uh, out of sorts at all because he didn't see the uh, the unusual behavior. Mm, yeah, fair, that's what's going. Okay, so well, the joke here is that Garfield sees John coming and is like, "Oh, I better stop acting like a person," right? That, okay, or, that's what I wanted to ask. Or do I have that wrong? Is is this more like the uh, Paw Prince strip where Garfield, in his mind, is doing a thing, but John mm-hmm. John's observation of it is a different reality? John, once again, your insight and lucidity mean that I am not ashamed to be your cousin. <laughs> um, that w- that was the very question I was about to raise. Are we to take it that Garfield is actually making those car noises in panels one and three and changes to saying meow because John Arbuckle is there in panel two? Or are they all basically just meows and, you know, John Arbuckle hears them as meows, whereas Garfield is is just playing uh, that he's in a car? So if, if if that is the case... That, yeah. that there are different realities being presented here in the different panels. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that really makes an, that, that, that provides an interesting question because <clears throat> if, if Garfield were experiencing, experiencing a different reality, why right. wouldn't the reality he experiences in panels one and three just be him driving a car? <laughs> it's as if in panels one and three he's imagining himself pretending that a cardboard box yeah, is he's a like car. what if what if <laughs> i were a, what if i were imagining a thing what if i were fantasizing I, that this were a i car? wonder what that would be like that would be like that would be like <laughs> 
That's a, that's a possibility. Okay. So what I was going to say was, I think it's, uh, I think our initial take is correct that Garfield is actually trying to trick John in panel two because his body language in panel two changes as well. Sure. You know, he, d- he doesn't look like he's gripping the side of the box and jiggling it around. And so I take it to be, he really is pretending that he's in a, he's really pretending that he's in a car in <sighs> panels one and three. And panel two, he's pretending that he's not pretending to be in a car <laughs> to fool John Arbuckle. Right. Um, but you've almost talked me out of it. Like, if what's happening in panels really one, two, and three is that Garfield is imagining that he's pretending the cardboard box is a car, then we could have, like, panels one and two are the interior view, and panel three is sort of the exterior view. Of the car? It's honestly hard to... Of, of Garfield's mental life. Uh, I gotcha. Well, you know, we do have a different color wall in the background. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I mean, of course, the wall does change color pretty regularly. Well, but it, it does today, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Oh, wait, are you are you suggesting that panel two is always the exterior <laughs> exterior I'm, view? I'm I'm, I'm I'm just asking questions. Number one, and number two it wasn't wasn't a number, question. No, I'm just asking questions. So You're that's not. number You're one. Keep making statements, Chris. Chris, all right, a few points on this, John. Number, John, number John, one. Am I am I just asking <laughs> questions? Number one, I'm just asking questions, and number two, <laughs> how do how how are we to know that? that every time the background color shifts we aren't moving moving into a different universe mm, a different character's perspective perhaps eh. yeah or or a different as you say a different universe yeah occam's razor it's probably a parallel universe every time <laughs> the background shifts uh. i mean i mean i think I think it's been established that Jim Davis subscribes to the multiple universe uh, interpretation of quantum mechanics. Many worlds. Yeah, the many worlds, pardon me, the many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. Thank you. Thank you for getting the terminology right. I don't want people tweeting us about that. No. No. Um, Well, look, I think this one's fine. It's a Garfield. What more do you want? I don't know. Some other some other comic. Okay. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Sips, for instance. The, the official podcast of WTF with Mark Marin. You can you can support the program. Absolutely true. You can support the pro not true. You can support the program <laughs> in a variety of ways. Why not visit our website, www.beingjimdavis.com. You can do a great many things there, including Signing up to host the show, as has um, Mark Frazier, who I believe will be on next week. Oh, hell and, yeah. And, John, I want to I wanna keep pointing this out because I'm really concerned about it. But enigmatic Andy D, <laughs> who signed up to co-host uh, session 100 of this podcast, which will be recording Friday, July 20th, 2018. Um, but who didn't leave any sort of contact information, and so I honestly don't know how we're going to get in touch with him. Me- Andy D., if you're listening, 
you're going to want to go to www.beingjimdavis.com, click the host our podcast link, and finish filling in your contact information as well as whether you're Andy Dick or Andy Daly. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Could obviously, be, could be either obviously one. Obviously, one of the two. One. Yeah. Uh, maybe, Those are really the only two Andy. Chris, days. maybe what we should do for the 100th session is to just post the link itself, like the Zoom link itself, on Twitter. Mm, and just let just anybody let get anybody on. Anybody get on? Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into All that. Right. Look, I like. I w- one thing I like about this podcast. Two things I like about this podcast. Number mm-hmm. one, I don't have to listen Num- to it. Number two, enumeration. <laughs> number two, the frequent use of enumerated lists. Enumerated lists. Uh, number three, John, I like how open source it is. Anyone can sign up to host the podcast. Once they've signed up, they have access to our spreadsheet template, our, our uh, podcast template spreadsheet. So, for example, at this very moment, your brother is on our podcast template editing it in some fashion. I have no idea how. He wasn't on there a few minutes ago, but he's currently opened up the podcast spreadsheet. Who knows what he's doing? He just added the tagline, who put the bump in the bump, 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 bump. Stay tuned for today's episode for a vital clue. Uh, no, I put that in the end. Oh, all right, well, that's... I'm going to claim credit for that. In that case, maybe he's changing it, because that's where it's... Uh, Hopefully so, since I've already said that. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. We'll catch you next time. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.